Welcome to Stacking M's, the podcast where we talk about marketing, money, and mindset because stacking millions won't happen without a consistent focus on those things. My name is Tara Payton. I'm a marketing expert and coaching consultant who spent 14 years working with major corporations and Fortune 500 companies, helping them with their marketing to make them millions. So this podcast is a place for me to help product-based and consumer business owners like you learn how to optimize your marketing to make more, learn how to leverage your money, and how to invest to grow your business. Also, we're talking about how to make sure your mindset is always elevating so you can actually enjoy this ride. Turn up the volume, prepare to take some notes, and get ready to really stack those M's. Welcome back for another episode of Stacking M's with me, Sarah Payton, marketing consultant and business coach. You know here on the podcast that we focus on marketing, money, and mindset. And so one of the things that I want to talk to you about today is your business model. A lot of people get into business and they either don't have a business model or they choose a business model based off of what they see other people doing. And so the business models that I'm going to share with you today, um, it doesn't mean that your entire business needs to have this business model. This can be one component of your business model um, or it could be the totality of how you run your business. But I wanted to share with you these different ways to actually set up and structure your business that could potentially help you increase your customers and actually give them more value, which in return is going to help you increase your sales. So let's jump into it. The first business model that I want to talk about that not too many people go after is the subscription model. And the subscription model is a really lucrative business model if you get people to subscribe, right? Now, the thing you want to think about with the, the subscription model is making sure that you're retaining customers. So you very much need to be aware of your turnover rate. And the turnover rate is how many people are subscribing and unsubscribing. So make sure that if you choose a subscription model, you are consistently bringing in new customers, getting them to enroll and become a part of the subscription. But at the same time, you are working on how to retain your customers. So. If you start to see people drop off of the, subscri the subscription, that's an opportunity for you to tap into your customer base and hear from them and get an understanding as to why, right? Did we drop the ball on customer service? Did we not um, deliver on our promise? Are you bored with the subscription, right? Do you no longer need it? Get an understanding of why they are unsubscribing so that you can figure that out and retain more customers. So that is the first business model. The next one I want to talk about is bundling, right? Now, I often talk about bundling in your business as a way to help you increase your average order value, as a way for you to actually sell more and to make more. But bundling is actually a business model. Think back, I think back into, you know, back in the day when I used to shop at like Bath and Body Works they would always have a bundle on their entire collection. Whatever the fragrance was, whatever it was that they were promoting that month, they would bundle it and you would leave there with 50 11 products and you would probably just use one or two of them, 
right? So bundling was very much a part of their business model. You can build an entire business off of having bundled products. You don't have to sell them separately. Let's say that you have a um, three-step process to help with acne. Proactive is a great um, example of this. They lead with a bundle, right? They lead with the three-step process that you need in order to help you effectively clear your face of acne bundled right so lead with a bundle that is absolutely a business model that you can employ in your business and again what this does is it helps you sell more it helps you increase your average order value and it gets people to come back and purchase the entire system again right so you're getting that repeat customer um, that's buying at a higher rate than just buying individual products the next business model is the razor blade model and you're probably like what the hell is a razor blade model so think about it like this razor blade models are the models where they have a base product that is cheap right it's inexpensive it's not something that costs a lot of money but then the cost of the razors the replacement razors is more and they also know customers are going to come back and purchase the razor blades more often so i want you to think about in your business what is something what is a base product that you could potentially sell to your customers right and then what do they need to continue to use that product it could be you are selling um, a loofah, right, to help with getting rid of dead skin. But in order to effectively use the loofah, they need to consistently come back and buy your body wash. And you sell the body wash and they'll keep coming back to buy the body wash. But the entry point was the low selling point um, or the low price point of the actual loofah. Hey, real quick, it's Tara. I want to interrupt this episode to help you with something I hear from my community far too often. I get constant emails, DMs, and messages from e-commerce and product-based founders that are struggling with how to properly market their brands online for growth. Because thus far, they've posted online, they've told their friends and family, but they're not having any luck. So I decided to do something about it, and I put together a free gift for you. It's called the Profitable Marketing Playbook. Inside the playbook, you're going to learn what it takes for your brand to win online, the action steps that you need to take to create marketing campaigns that are going to get you paid. You'll even get access to the same framework that we use with my clients in order to consistently grow their visibility and sales. The playbook also includes a checklist because I know some of y'all love your checklist and inside this checklist is going to show you what to spend most of your time focused on and it will cover the metrics that you need to monitor for each of your campaigns so you know if you're getting a good return. I know that you're tired of struggling with sales and you're ready to grow your brand so you can finally experience double digit growth. So right now, I want you to go to www.profitablemarketingplaybook.com or scroll down to the show notes now to grab your free copy today. So another business model, and this has been done by brands like Tom's um, and others where you buy one product and then they will donate a product somewhere else. This really goes towards... Um, you know, showing and displaying the brand values within the actual business model. So you are actually helping someone out when you're making a purchase. 
I had a girlfriend in business school that started a brand called Nori Bar. And for every Nori Bar that was purchased, first of all, her entire brand was amazing. And the brand was based upon, it was vegan, it was all natural, it was healthy, it was a great way for you to have a snack uh, throughout the day. But for every bar that was purchased, she actually donated food to um, different countries where they were in need of food. So she was helping feed people who had... Um, a hard time getting access to food while she was also growing her brand, right? And the reason why people really resonated with that is because they felt that they were being charitable by buying these products, right? So some of the other brands that actually do this are Warby Parker, right? Um, Soapbox. So think about that. If that is important to your brand, if that is something that you value, something that you want to um, put as a part of your business model, you could do the one-to-one -one business model strategy. Now, another business model, and this is the most common, and this is most likely where you fall right now, is the retailer model. I think this is the, the you know most well-known, is what you see everyone else doing, where you buy a product and then you sell it and you sell that product. And what that allows you to do is it allows you to cover the cost of that product while also turning a profit, right? It's simple. It's easy. Most brands um, that I work with sit within the retailer model, but it's not the only model that you have to employ, right? And so when you think about the retailer model, um, it's really about customer experience. A lot of times what happens in this model is you may be buying a product to sell that is very similar to a competitor. Or if you're using the same manufacturers, you probably are buying the exact same product. You're just putting your label on it versus another um, brand is putting their label on it, right? So you really have to spend time and focus on what is the customer experience? Who is your customer? What do they value? And how can you bring some newness and different and uniqueness to this actual product, especially if you're buying it from a retailer that services many of your competitors or other people in the space? And then the last model that I wanted to share today is the discounting model. And it is simply that. One of the brands, and I've seen this more recently, so I recently bought a bed, a new bed, and um, I got one of those bed in a box things. We got a nectar bed. And one of the things that I noticed on their website is that they are always on sale. Now y'all know how I feel about always being on sale. You shouldn't do it. However, I understand that this is a strategy that they use to get people to Think that the product is actually on sale when in actuality they're selling it at the price point that gets them the specific profit that they want and they're marking it down. So if you want to lead with that strategy, that is something that you can do um, or it's something that you can employ throughout your time in running your business. Now, again, you don't just have to have one of these strategies as your business model. You can employ many of them at the same time, but I would say sit down and really think about what makes the most sense for your brand. Do you want to continue in the retailer business model and maybe include some subscription, right? Including subscription on products that you know people are going to reuse and they're going to need to have replenished at a certain period of time. 
Um, you know, what also happens with the subscription model, which I really love about it, is you get recurring revenue. So it's really good with helping you predict your profitability and your revenue and your sales, right? You can also predict when you're going to have a dip in that because you may be losing customers. Or maybe you want to employ a discount business model, right? But make sure if you're employing a discount business model, that is something that you absolutely are committed to and you want to do. Okay, so take some time. Think about the business models. What makes sense for you? What makes sense for your brand? What doesn't make sense for your brand? Maybe none of it makes sense for your brand. Maybe there's another business model that you want to employ for your business. Whatever it is, there's no one size fits all in entrepreneurship and there's no one one size fits all for your brand. So think about it. Um, think about the cost, right? Think about the experience that it's going to have for your customers. Think about how it's going to impact your operations. You have to look at these things holistically and really figure out what is the best for you. So that is the episode for today. Thank you so much for joining and I will see you next time.